0: Welcome to the Open Door Podcast. I'm your host, the Reverend Raymond Baker. I look forward to sharing this word with you and your family. I hope it brings you encouragement and that you enjoy each lesson. God's Word. I believe God's word. I live by God's word. Holy Spirit, teach me your word. Father, I give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's open up our Bible saints to First Timothy chapter 6, verse 13. First Timothy. Chapter six and verse 13, hallelujah, glory to you Lord. First Timothy chapter six, we're gonna read 13 through 17. The word of God says, I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickeneth all things and before Christ Jesus who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall show, who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light, which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen, nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting, amen. Verse 17 says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trusted in certain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Amen. You might be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You might be seated. The Lord is going to, we're going to continue on today on this topic, and the topic is on, our, our series is on the divine life. We all don't really understand nor know what the divine life is. Amen? This is going to be the second part in that series of submitting to God's ruling. Everybody wants Many people have the things of God, but they will not submit to God's ruling. And that's what we're going to look at today. Verse 15 there in 1 Timothy 6, the word says, Which in times past he shall show, he is going to show us, who is the only potentate. He is the king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. That is who our Lord and Savior is He is the King of Kings He is the Lord of Lords It's not us, it's Him Amen Now the kingdom requirements as we have been talking about in our previous lessons They're a matter of the Lord reigning in us The Lord has to reign in us The Lord has to be the King of Kings. He has to be the Lord of Lords in us. Amen? The Lord desires to reign in us. That is why we come, because He wants to reign in us. Amen? He cares. He wants to be the King of Kings. He wants to be the Lord of Lords. Amen? He desires to make us his kingdom so that he can reign in us. If we recall Jesus when he met the, the the men on the road and they were asking him about the king of God, excuse me, the kingdom of God and when it should come. He said, The kingdom of God is nigh unto you. He says, a matter of fact, the kingdom of God is within you. And so many believers today don't understand that the kingdom of God is in them. It's not a place that you're going to, it's a place that's already in you. That is the kingdom of God. God has placed the highest requirements on us. Now we've talked about this. See, the word shows us that he puts high requirements on us. A lot of people like to, his burden is easy, hmm, and his load is light but the requirements are high, amen? Everybody thinks it's an easy way. The word says straight is the gate and narrow is the way, and few there are that enter in thereat. He didn't just give that because it's gonna be an easy way. He said there's a broad way also, amen? He said many go thereat, but that's the path that leads to destruction, amen? Now, he's placed the highest requirements on us. He doesn't allow us, as we talked about the last time, to lose our tempers. Now, he showed us the difference in the law. He said, thou shalt not kill. Over in the New Testament, under kingdom, he says, thou shalt not be angry. Because anger is the beginning of murder, amen? It's the beginning. Without anger, you you will not get to murder, amen? it's a higher requirement. Why is it a higher requirement? Because you can easily get angry, amen? You can look at someone, amen, and you'll declare that you're angry because you've looked at them and you don't like the way that they look, amen? (laughs) Okay, we have to understand, he doesn't allow us to lose our temper And he doesn't want us, now he talked about that as we opened up, amen. He showed us that we are to have some particular things in us. He said in that first verse, he quickens all things, amen. He says we're to be spotless, amen. See, when he tells us about being spotless, he's talking about what's in your mind, amen. He's revealing to us there's something In our minds that will work against us but we're to be without spot and unrebukable as it says in verse 14 see he desires to reign in us and rule over our being God wants to rule over everything that is you not some things not partial things he wants to rule over everything amen that's what divine life is about that's what god is trying to reveal to us today he desires to reign he desires to rule that's why the word says he's the king of kings he's the lord of lords but do you see him as king of kings do you see him as lord of lords amen the lord is not interested in in, in you not losing your temper really anymore. He's not interested in that. Amen. He's never loose about us. He requires us to be perfect. As the word says. Even as the father is perfect. Now he knows that you. Self. Cannot attain that. But guess what. God can. Him in you. Kingdom in you. Can attain that but you cannot. Amen? He requires us to allow him to rule in us, reign in us, and he wants to establish his domain in us. That means that he's going to take dominion over you, over your life. Amen? Let's go to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 12. Let's just lay a little bit of foundation here today because without some understanding of what God has already done and what he has already done with us, amen, what he did past, present, and future, amen, we won't understand what he wants. Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 12. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord said. He says, and now Israel, what hath the Lord thy God require of thee? What does the Lord require of you? But to fear the Lord thy God To walk in all his ways He didn't say some He said in all his ways And to love him And to serve the Lord thy God With all thy heart And with all thy soul He didn't leave anything else out All means all Now you know what, when I tell you give him all, you all say, now wait a minute, my all is different from your all. I'm talking about God's all. He says, you're to serve the Lord. Serve the Lord, your God, with all your heart, amen, with all your soul. Let's take it back to the natural just for a moment. Just think about a man and a woman. Usually, when there's a relationship between the two of them, the woman would tell the man, All I want from you, amen, is that you give me all your heart. Amen. Oh, I know now, now some of y'all who are a little bit older, you ain't looking for that anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. But when you started out, that's what you wanted. You were so in love. I just want all your heart. I want you to love me with all your heart. Amen. Now I'm talking about a natural requirement I'm talking about a worldly requirement Man to a woman Amen Did not not we ask those things Where the Lord says He wants you to serve him with all your heart Now wait a minute now There's a contradiction there isn't it How can I serve my wife With all my heart And serve the Lord With all my heart It's not possible Amen Amen See we're going to find out something today About kingdom living Amen That's what we're trying to get Is some understanding here about kingdom living Because people love to live for themselves Amen I'm going to show you some things today That you can have everything in you You can be fully equipped But you will not live unto the Lord Hallelujah Now if you want to be saved If you want to know what resurrection power is, if you want to know the power of life, amen, then you have to submit yourself before his throne. You have to, he's the king of kings, he's the lord of lords. You must submit yourself. If he's the king, I'll guarantee you this if you lived in a kingdom, you're not just going to walk in to see the king anytime you want to. You're not going to be able to just walk in and do anything you want to do in the presence of the king. You're not going to just come in and address the king any kind of way. You're not going to just treat the king any kind of way that you want to treat the king. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. I pray God that his people will start treating him and respecting him as the king of kings and as the Lord of lords he's not a waiter he's not a servant you're the servant he's the master See, you gotta submit yourself before his throne and have a time to give yourself to him so you gotta give yourself to don't you know that that's why you're here today this is what this hour of time is for It's for you to give yourself to him Amen You must tell him With your own mouth You are my lord You are my king of kings I give myself to you That you can be my king That you can be my lord in me Not an outward Remember the law was all outward now everything is inward he wants to be the king of king and Lord of lords of everything that is in you you should say all that I am is yours seems to me I usually use a statement like that in marriage ceremony amen all that I am is yours that's what you got to tell the Lord the ground and the authority and your ruling and your throne is all yours If you give yourself to the Lord in this way, hallelujah, and allow him to gain the ground in you, amen, and to reign in you, amen, you don't need to worry about whether or not you're gonna lose your temper. You don't have to worry about anything because he is the one who is now responsible. Once you make that decision, but you must make the decision to allow him to be king of king and lord of lords and to set up his throne in you and take dominion in you. Amen? Hallelujah. See, if you lose your temper, guess what? Your temper will then be his responsibility. Amen? As long as you submit to his authority. See, but he's gotta be allowed to establish in you his dominion. His domain has to be in you. Everything related to you will spontaneously be his responsibility when you allow him to set himself up in you. Amen? Is that not the way it is in a kingdom? Not, see, we don't, we don't live in a kingdom in this country. Amen? In England, it's the king or the queen is responsible for everything. Everybody else are subjects to the queen. Amen? See, we've got to allow the Lord to come in and establish this domain. Everything that's related to you, once you do that, will spontaneously, see, this is how quick God works. It'll spontaneously be his responsibility then. Amen? Any error, any mistakes, any things that you do becomes his responsibility and not yours anymore. See, the main problem that we have is that once we have uh, absolutely believed, amen, and we allow ourselves to let the Lord reign, then guess what happens? We have misgivings we have hesitation. See, once the Lord begins to take over, you don't know what you're supposed to do because you're not familiar with this kingdom life that's now all brand new to you. This means that when we do this, we only have a partial, amen, a partial consecration. You're only partially consecrated. You have not fully accepted his dominion in you. See, we wonder what will happen to us when, we, when, we, when he actually reigns in us. We wonder what's going to happen to us. What is God going to do with us once we allow him to reign in us fully? What happens when he takes over and you no longer have dominion? <laughs> have you considered that? Amen? Are we asking him to be the king of kings out of politeness because we know that that's perhaps the Christian way to do things. I know he's supposed to be the king of kings. I know he's to be the Lord of Lords. If you're doing this, guess what? You're deceiving yourself. Amen? Because you really do not want him to reign in you. Are you hearing me today, saints? See, I'm trying to spell some things out for us. Amen? Amen? The word of God says for me to sound the trumpet in Zion Amen that's the issue out of warning Amen Sound the trumpet in Zion See everybody more or less has the same experience Okay But you need to have the boldness in you As a believer to consecrate yourself Amen Consecrate Consecration We say well what does that mean? Amen You got to consecrate yourself When you fail to consecrate yourself You still just have Partial consecration In other words you've told them You've confessed the words. you confessed the Lord You believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead He comes into you Oh yes he does See people think because he's come in That now they have everything And that has already now put them in the position That's not it That's not the finish. Now you've got to submit to his authority. Now you've got to submit to his power. See, now you've got to submit to his throne. Now he has to become the king of kings. Now he must become the lord of lords. He's not in you so that you can still lord over your own life. Amen? See, your concern is whether you're going to be finished or not. Whether when he comes in, you're done, I'm through. As the as as folks would say, I'm toast. Amen? Isn't that what people do? See, what happens with people, they really don't want to be finished. They really don't want their life to end and God or Christ to become their life. Now, we can go to the scriptures. Galatians 2.20 tells us, that Christ is our life amen the word makes it clear Galatians chapter 3 hmm same thing makes it clear that Christ is our life but he's not your life unless he has total dominion I didn't say partial dominion amen this is not a co-pilot relationship he is king of kings he is Lord of Lords. Amen. Let's go to Exodus chapter 32, verse 29. Amen. Exodus 32 and verse 29. Glory to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your people, Lord. <laughs> Bless your people. Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord. That's for you. Consecrate yourself to the Lord. When? Today. Not tomorrow. He says, even every man upon his son and upon his brother that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day when you consecrate yourself. Amen? Consecrating oneself. Because the problem had been, just like it is today, they were brothers against brothers. He said, now consecrate yourself, amen? Many Christians want the spirit of the Lord to inhabit them and to have dominion. But when they consider the cost, amen, it costs too much for them, amen? They don't want the Lord truly to have dominion in them, amen? It costs too much. Well, what does the Lord tell us? Let's go to Luke 14, 26. Amen? See, we start out as believers and no one will preach and teach us this word and tell us and show us what God expects. And when we get into the midst of 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 God working with us and working through us and, and breaking us apart and taking us apart and the old man dying every day, we become disillusioned because we want to maintain ourselves. But that's not what God wants. God wants a kingdom and no flesh is going to enter into the kingdom. Flesh cannot enter into the kingdom. He's t- I'm talking about self life Luke 14 26 Look what the word of God says Now this is one I'm gonna t- This is such a powerful scripture People really don't understand this Amen now I'm going to try to break it down to you And you may still disagree But what I say Consult with the author Ask him for the answer Amen Look what the word says The Lord says if any man come to me amen he said any man that's any believer amen he said if he comes to me and he hate not his father and his mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yea and his own life also he cannot be my disciple Now some people want to water, begin to water that down right away. Well what about this and what about that? He says, if any man come to me and hate not his father, mother, sister, brother, children, and even his own life, amen, he says you can't be my disciple. He says you put me before Everybody. My, them is my babies, though. I gotta take care of them. He said, You put me first. Amen. I gotta take care of my daddy and my mama. He said, You take care of me first. Amen. Oh, but what about my sisters and my brothers? They can't do he said, You put me first. Amen. And people don't want to do that. They want to put what they want first. Just read the word. He says in verse 27, whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Now that's what he just said. Every weight now that has come against you when you have to tell your children, when you have to tell your mother and father, mom, dad, I don't have time for this today. I have, I, I, my time is for serving God now. Children, you, you're going with me and you're going to sit there Amen. And you're going to get what I get The same way because he's first I love you I'm going to take care of you I know you're going to feed them You're going to clothe them But God says I have to be first He says now don't deceive yourself And think you can slip me in At a close second hmm? I'm trying to show you all something today People don't want to do this Verse 28, he says, now, here's the problem. He says, for which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and count the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? He says, now, when you came and you gave your life, did you not consider what the words were that came out of your mouth? Lord, come into my life, save me what you're asking him to do is be your Lord and savior. You're asking him to be the king of kings in your life. You're saying, Lord, I'm gonna submit everything to you first. Not a close second, first. Amen? Verse 29 says, 1429, he said, less happily after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish, All that behold it begin to mock him. See, those those are people who start out running this race. See, the Lord said, the the word said, run this race with patience. See, there's going to be a whole lot of things that are going to come up in your life that are going to tend to get in the way. Oh, I didn't plan for that. I didn't plan for that to come up. I didn't plan for that to happen. Now, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm faced with a, a situation and I don't know what to do. Who's first? Do you know that because I'm telling you or do you know it because he's on the throne in you? See, there's a difference between the two. See, there's a difference between having the head knowledge and having the heart knowledge. Yes. Yeah, see, circumstances will come up in your life and they'll challenge you. So you say, well, Lord, evidently you put this here for me to test me. Remember I told you last time that he gave them the law because he knew they couldn't keep the law. Yeah. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not murder. Hmm? Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not cover anything your neighbor has his ass. Anything! He gave it to them because they couldn't do it. God wanted to show them that you don't have the ability to follow the law. It is only him working in you. You gotta get into the kingdom and let Christ's life manifest itself and live through you. You follow Christ. You don't follow self. Amen. Amen? That's why it says, After you laid your foundation, after you come in and you shouted for a couple years, then after a while you get tired. Well, I don't seem to feel like I'm getting anything out of this. It's not about a feeling in the first place. Amen? It's not about who's shouting and dancing. Amen? It's about God and his plan. And guess what? If he doesn't do anything, you don't do anything but what he has already required of you to do. Verse 30 he says, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. There's a whole lot of saints that start out. They start running and they're not able to finish it because they're trying to do it. They are not allowing the Lord to take dominion in them they are not allowing him to be the king of kings. They are not allowing him to be the Lord of lords. So guess what? After a while, you quit. Amen? Remember the word of God, word God says, you did run well. He said, what does hinder you? See, you start running, because you're running off of self. You're running off of your own strength. You can't run this race off of your own strength. If it's not the Lord, You won't last. Amen? See, the whole purpose of consecration is for the Lord to reign in us. That's why he says, give yourself to him. Consecrate yourself to him. Amen? Not to assist us, amen, but to reign in us. And that's the mistake people make. You know, like I mentioned a couple, couple weeks ago, I said, the people with the, God is my co-pilot, he better not be. Because that means, that bumper sticker means that he's not there. Because he is not a co-pilot. Amen. He's king of kings, and he's lord of lords. Amen. He's not submitting to anything or anybody, but himself. Amen. God doesn't want our material riches. Amen? He doesn't care for any of those kind of things. That's not what he wants from us. The question that must be answered is, how do we express our love for the Lord? Amen? How is it done? By what means, what ways? Here's what we say. I know that I believe. Do you not? I believe the Lord. Do you not believe the Lord? Amen. Amen. Do you not love the Lord? Cuz you say I love the Lord. No. I can hear you now. I, I love the Lord. Cause he heard my cry and I hmm? Amen. You love him? Amen. But how do you really express that love? If your love does not follow after the scriptures, amen, then perhaps you're being deceived. See, once we come into the kingdom, our love has to follow what the word dictates, not what you say. Doesn't matter whether you tell me you love me or not, does your love line up with this word? guess what Satan can deceive you amen he can deceive you into believing that you love the Lord remember now he can transform himself he can transform even his angels into angels of light they're more they're, they're powerful enough to deceive you amen I said deceive you they can't deceive that which is in you Christ But they can deceive you And there is a difference But when you're unwilling To allow the Lord to take dominion And establish his kingdom in you Guess what That reveals that there's a problem Amen That's what it reveals It reveals that there's a problem Satan deceives And people fall for it Because they don't know the word They don't know what love is. The Lord says, and I know somebody can respond to this, and this is love that what? That you keep my commandments. Hmm? That's what the Lord said his love is. He said this and this is love that you keep my commandments. He said, and my commandments are not grievous. They're not going to be hard for you to keep as long as he's on the throne, amen? Let's go to Mark chapter 12 and verse 30. Mark twelve thirty. We looked at it in the old, no, no, let's look at it in the new. Mark chapter 12 and verse 30. Hallelujah. You loving the Lord today, saints, amen hallelujah the lord told me you know what he told me he told me in his word see when people say well when did he tell you that he told me in his word he said pastor if you love me he said feed my sheep amen Amen. i'm feeding you right now amen amen see that comes out of love Love don't come because i come up and hug and squeeze on you, kiss you on the cheek and all of that. He says, if I love you, I'm to feed you. He said, if you love me, he asked him three times. He said, if you love me, he said, feed my sheep. If you love me, feed my lambs. The little lambs are being fed right now. Amen. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Look what the word says. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Oh, I don't think he left anything out, did he? He said, All. Hmm? All your heart, all your soul. All your mind. See, he said your mind will be in perfect peace if it stayed on him. See, you ought to be preoccupied with him. Not with you. Not with your issues of life. Because he's trying to show us something here. If you become preoccupied with him, amen, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, he said, that's my first commandment to you. Amen? Remember, Satan seeks to overthrow. That's what Satan's job, he's doing, a, he's doing a work in this world. Amen? He's seeking to overthrow God's authority. He's doing it right now. In the meantime, amen, since he's trying to overthrow it, he goes about usurping God's authority. Amen? There's a difference. He he usurps his authority amongst the worldly people. Amen? So that God's kingdom won't be able to come in. He tries to usurp it in your life. He He tries to get you to switch positions. He wants you to get on the throne and decide what's best for you. Amen? That's him usurping authority. The Lord is supposed to be Always on the throne Amen He doesn't take second place to anything But see People don't believe That Satan is trying to overthrow God's authority All you have to do is look at the circumstances Of the world around you My goodness you can pick up Written papers Magazines and you can see Every day You can turn on the television On the news and you can hear it every day. Amen. You can get on the internet and look, read the news yourself. You can find it worldwide now every day. Satan trying to take dominion. Don't you realize that this financial crisis that the world is in, that's driven by Satan. That's driven by Satan. Satan is the one behind greed he's the one behind the greed see when they started out see they thought they could fleece all of the folks the lower and the middle-class folks and they could get it so they could suck all of the finances from them they've been doing it year by year by year they've even taken as we understand it, see, they took the automotive industry, used to be good paying jobs, and now they pretty much almost eradicated that whole industry. They don't want you making 25, $35 an hour. They try to convince you that you ought to normalize down to what the world is getting, five, six, seven, eight dollars an hour, and that's enough for you. The thing behind that is greed. See, but they opened up something that they didn't realize what they were doing. See, they got greedy and they got greedier and greedier and they started putting in place all these different financial mechanisms which are nothing but gambling mechanisms to guarantee, well, if this doesn't pay off, then this one will pay off and that one will pay off. They never looked at the consequences. They never looked at who was driving this whole thing. As a matter of fact, they were so consumed by it They could not even see it. And now it has overtaken them and they don't know how to stop it. They don't worldwide. Nobody knows how to get that genie back in the bottle. Warren Buffett, one of the supposedly the best financiers here in this country, lost 77% just been reported see i watch these things see this is nothing but greed and that's what greed will do that's the way satan will do once he can consume he consumes everything and now guess what we're all going to have to pay a price but see you got to know god this is where the kingdom relationship this is where god's going to really show us what a kingdom relationship is about because there's going to come a day we may wake up and they'll tell you the stores don't have anything for you to go and buy. Hmm? And the power companies tell you if you're not current, they're shutting your power off. And everything else. Then who are you going to trust in? Because I'm going to tell you what, they're not. those days are not very far away. You could tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, but as my father used to say, and he wasn't even a Christian man, he said, you just keep on living, son. Amen? He said, keep on living. So I say to you, keep on living. And you're going to see, because it's written all throughout the word of God. I haven't even started to preach on it yet to show you. You think you're reading about Jerusalem. You think you're reading about Israel. No, you're reading about yourself and what currently is going on. The small, the middle epistles tell you all about that greed that went on. How people would trick and they would take the, the chaff and mix it with the wheat and, 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 and unbalance the scales so it would then be in favor of the, of the businessman. That's what that's representative of. But see, when you read it, you just think he read you reading about something that happened Several hundred years ago or a couple thousand years ago. No, he's, God is trying to show us what's going on right now, today. And I'm gonna tell you what, the United States government is not gonna be able to pump enough money into this economy to save it. It's gonna all have to collapse. So brothers and sisters, hear me. We better get ready. Amen. Now, I told you all I, I told you when we were over there At the other place I said We better get us a storehouse If it's nothing but beans and rice Boy beans and rice can carry you a long ways But I tell you what They'd be better than nothing And it's a commodity That does not spoil very easy Amen You may not think much about What your pastor is saying But you all hear what I'm saying today Let me get back to my word. See, this is what God is talking about, about establishing his authority in us. See, we'll keep on dancing along, laughing along, just like they did in the days of Noah, until the door was shut. Then the floods came. Then everybody wanted to know what we can do. Let me in, it's too late. See, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Amen. See, if you're not consecrated, if you don't allow God to have dominion, to set up his kingdom and authority in you, guess what? It's never gonna be established on the earth. If we don't allow him to do it with us, and I'm gonna tell you something, saints, don't assume that every other church, that every other pastor is preaching a message like this to tell the people to get ready. Amen? They're not telling you this, amen? God is trying to establish a kingdom Here on this earth Amen See the church is the place Where God exercises his authority It starts here with us If he can't have authority over you Then he won't have any This is what I'm trying to let let you all know He wants to have dominion over us He wants to show us Hallelujah Hallelujah He wants to show us. But boy, oh boy, we are some kind of people sometimes. Now, let's look at how much time uh, do you allow God to set up his authority within you. Let's say versus the time that you spend in the world. Amen. That includes your work and your pleasure all the things, everything else that you have to do. Consider that. Consider your whole day. I mean, we broke it down into hours at one time so that people would see and understand you really don't give that much time to God. God is a merciful God, amen? The first thing that we'll say, well, you know, I got to. I gotta work. Well, I'm trying to tell you, there's some folks that was on Wall Street that was making more money in a year than you might even make in a lifetime. And guess what? They're not making nothing now. It's all gone. There are more people, amen, who are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and they're getting nothing. Where are they going to get? Do you think an unemployment check is going to help them? Huh? Not hardly. Not hardly. Now, we can work with one. Check. Amen. But listen, when you've been making three, four, five hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, even, hundred fifty thousand, even, amen, hundred thousand a year, even, amen, and somebody send you a welfare check, what will you say? Amen. Earl employment check, hallelujah. Or tell you, what well, maybe you need to go apply for welfare. What's that man gonna do? Hmm? He's gonna sell everything he's got. Amen. He got to sell up He got to give up everything he got And if he doesn't know the Lord You better watch him when you're walking by them tall buildings Because he might just be coming down Amen On your head So you got to watch out we're not, we're not at those days They're just starting It's just starting And I told you the only reason why many more don't come out of them windows Is because you know they're sealed now You can't open them up They got to find a new way to do it. Hallelujah. Now, let's go on. See, you got to look at how much time you spend serving the Lord. And like I said, that includes your work and that includes your pleasure. Amen. Let's go to John chapter 17, verse 9. Hallelujah. John 17 and verse 9. Boy I tell you this word is so good to me I don't want to quit today Hallelujah Glory to you Lord Mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you John chapter 17 verse 9 Look what the Lord says about us He says I pray for them Do you know that the Lord Who is in you He prays for you He says I pray not for the world Hmm? But for them which thou hast given me See God gave us to him Amen He says for they are thine Why won't you reverence him Is the word not true Yes it is Verse 10 he says All are mine Hmm? All and all mine are thine that's everything amen and thine are mine and I am glorified in them he's saying I'm in them I'm glorified in them now all they have to do is submit to me because I'm on the throne just because he's in there does not mean that you're submitting to him amen all are thine, excuse me, all are mine, are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. He wants to be glorified in us. Ephesians 1.22. Y'all hang on, it won't be too long. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1.22. See, I'm trying to show you where the kingdom is. Amen? I'm trying to show you the work of the kingdom. Look what the word says in 122, Ephesians 122. and hath put all things under his feet, gave him to be the head over all things to who? To the church. So he's, he's gotta be king of kings and lord of lords. He's the one sitting on the throne. Now if you notice, even as a king is depicted when he's sitting on the throne, all of the subjects are at his feet. Amen. Are they not? See, one of the strange things about saved people, amen, is that many of them are deceived. They are. The more God shows me things in this word, the more I realize, like, like Hosea said, they're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. See, they're not only that, they're deceived. They have God's life. They have the Lord himself. Now listen to this. You have God's life. You have the Lord yourself. Amen. And the Lord's throne and authority and his kingdom are in you. Amen. Amen. Do you hear what I said? Now let me repeat it. People are deceived. They will have God's life. They'll have the Lord himself. They'll have the Lord's throne of authority in them and the kingdom will be in them. Yet many will not submit to the Lord's authority. They will have everything in them. They will know that they have it in them and they will not submit to his authority. They will not allow the the Lord to be seated on the throne within them. Guess who they got sitting on the throne? Self. They got everything in them. That's why the Lord said in that Ephesians 1.22, he gave him to be the head over all things to the church. See, he's the one who's supposed to be the head, not us. Amen? They simply will not allow him to establish his kingdom and obtain his dominion in their being. That's what people will not do. They will not allow the Lord to establish dominion in their being they won't allow him to sit on the throne. Amen? Now, guess what they'll do? They'll listen to messages, they'll attend church meetings, they'll study the word and pray, but they will not yield the authority within them to the Lord Jesus. Do you hear what I'm saying? See. What I'm saying here is that we need to really look at some things about ourselves. Because I see, I know everybody that's full. We use that expression. I know you come and hear this word. I know you come to meetings, amen. I know you study the word. I know you pray. But do you yield the authority, amen, to the Lord Jesus? Is he the one who's number one in your life? Now you can debate with me and you can tell me about all the knowledge that you have. But until I see you submitting to his authority, and I know the difference. Amen? I will know the difference. Amen? See, we have to realize that if this is our situation, we cannot be believing. We're not believing. We're really not. We're not strong Christians. Amen? The power of the Lord Jesus can't even be expressed in us. It can't be expressed through us because we're still more important than him being the authority within us. Amen? And guess what? That divine life that's the topic of this whole matter cannot flow through. It doesn't. God does not operate that way. Amen? Go to Revelation 22, 1. We're getting ready to get close to closing today. Revelation chapter 22, verse 1. See, this life that's in us, amen, it flows from the throne. And I told you the throne has to be in you, and you have to be submitting to him that is on the throne. Amen? 22, Verse 1. Look what the Lord says. He says, And he showed me a pure river of water of life. Amen. Clear as crystal, proceeding from where? Out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. You see where it's at? See, that's not a that's not a place that's somewhere in the sky. That's the throne. Of the kingdom that is within you he said now this is the life that's flowing out of it pure river of water of life do you see what it is it's the pure river of the water of life amen it's clear as crystal and it's proceeding out of the throne of God and of the lamb look at verse 2 he says in the midst of the streets of it And on either sides of the river, where there the tree of life, which bare 12 manner of fruits, and yielded her fruits every month, and the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. You see that? You don't know a tree that's on the earth that yields fruit monthly. Amen? Or that'll even bear 12 manner of fruit. See, he's talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long suffering. That's what he's talking about. That's the tree, and that's what it bears. Look at verse three. He says, now, once you realize that this water of life is flowing out of you, and that it's coming from the throne, and you submit yourself to the throne of God that's in you, there shall be no more curse. That's what he's just saying. He says there'll be no more curse in your life But the throne of God And of the Lamb Shall be in it Amen And his servants Shall serve him Notice what the Lord said What will his servants do Serve him He's on the throne in you See this is the life that lies within us And it will not flow If you don't allow the Lord To take total dominion it does not flow. Many Christians ask the Lord for help, not only in spiritual things, amen, but also in material things in their lives. They say, Lord bless us, amen. We always ask for blessings concerning material things. We ask for things that's related to eating and drinking, amen, and clothing. We do, we ask for those kind of things. But the Lord says, go to Matthew 6:25." See, I want to show you what he says, what you should be saying in the kingdom, what you should recognize that's in the kingdom. Matthew 6, 25. Look what he says. He says, for you, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. He's talking about your life. He's not talking about the one that flows from the throne. He says, don't take any thought for your life. Amen. See, until he takes dominion, that's where your fear comes from. See, your fear comes from when you give him the dominion and you're left with nothing, you don't know where to go because you've been so used to being on the throne and running everything yourself. Now, he says, take no thought for your life. Hmm? Take no thought for your life. He says, what you shall eat, because people are preoccupied with what they eat. Amen? What you shall drink nor yet for your body. What you shall put on is not the life more than meat. See, he's talking about the life that flows from the throne. Amen? (laughs) He said, but people are preoccupied with what they eat, what they drink, what they put on, what they ride in, where they live at. Amen? He says, but is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? But what should be paramount in our prayers? While we're there, go down to verse 32. Look what the Lord says. He says, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. See, he knows us. He says, that's what you seek after. He says, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. He knows it already. He said, but do what? seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and he says and all these things shall be added unto you Amen. Yes. see he's trying to get you off of worldly and get you into kingdom so that you will seek first the kingdom look at verse 34 he says take therefore no thought for the morrow For the morrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. See, that's what a kingdom prayer is like. This is the kingdom living. But guess what? We don't trust God for his word. Amen. Many times, God is merciful to us. He grants us mercy without much joy. But he's granting mercy nonetheless. Amen? Now let's look at an example which you can apply yourself. I want to show you this. When a child is disobedient, amen, and he asks his parents for something to eat, although his parents give him what he asks for, they do it without joy. Do they not? When your child has been disobedient, you know you've gotten angry. Amen? Amen? And your child said well mama can i have something to eat or daddy can i have something to eat and you say yes you do it without joy do you not amen now this is because they know that if they this is what excuse me you know that if you refuse amen to give him the food he's going to be hungry you know that don't you amen but they know also hmm that he's been disobedient he's been a disobedient child you know that don't you now this is where the parents heart is at. but the parent is not happy but guess what they do they give the child what he desires anyway amen, amen? now let's look at your relationship with God he asked you to be obedient and you refuse in many ways amen Just like you expect your child to listen, he speaks to us through his word. He says, now be obedient, and you refuse in many ways. Yet he gives you mercy without joy. Do you see it? He's doing the same thing that you do with your disobedient child. You do what they do and give to them what is necessary, but you don't do it with joy because they've been disobedient. God feels the same way about us. Amen? I want you to see this. See, God knows that we're his children. Amen? And if he does not take care of us, guess what? We won't be able to live on the earth. He's the one taking care of us. If he does not take care of us, we can't get through all our difficulties. Amen? See, all you have to do is, is like I said, you just be hanging around the church for a while. You find people who run into difficulties, they'll find their way back to the Lord. They'll find their way back home. Yes, they will. And they want to get someplace where God can speak to them through their difficulties. Let difficulties arise in your life. See what your response is to it. See who you call on. Amen? Amen. He takes care of us, but he's not happy with us because we completely disregard his authority. It's in us. That's what he's trying to show us. When he has placed his son in us, he's put him on the throne. You say you love him and everything else, but you won't let him have authority. God doesn't like it. That's what he's trying to let us know. What we're saying is we don't care for your kingdom, God. We don't mind you being in us, But we don't want you to sit on the throne. We want to sit on the throne. Amen? Amen. We don't want your your son to be the Lord over us. I think I know what I'm talking about here, saints. I believe I do. See, all we care for are ourselves. Amen? Amen? So it's not pleasant for him to even answer our prayers. Do you see it? It's not pleasant for him, too. If you look at it by the illustration that I use, it's not pleasant for God to even answer our prayers. If we went back to that Matthew 6, 31 through 33, we need to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. Amen. That's our word for today, saints. Hallelujah.